Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Healthy Living Interview Series on radio and podcast. The show covering all things health, wellness, culture, and more. The show for all of us who aren't old, we're better. Each week, we'll interview superstars, experts, and ordinary people doing extraordinary things, all related to this wonderful experience of getting better, not just older. Now, here's your host, the award-winning Paul Vogelzang. Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness Interview Series on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and I want to greet our audience, but I especially want to greet the readers of Prevention Magazine. This is our third full episode in our Editor-in-Chief series, and today we're tracking some of the most pressing health topics that will be covered in December's issue of Prevention Magazine. They're just crucial for our audience, adults over 60 who are committed to living their best lives. Let's just get right into it. We have another packed show. So first up is our monthly conversation with Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith, and we're discussing aging, living to 100, and loving it. We're going to talk about your feet. Yep. What are your feet telling you? We are going to be talking about healthy foods for immunity, And we are going to hit on the year-end health breakthroughs from 2023. All of this is featured in Prevention Magazine's upcoming December issue. Up first will be our conversation with Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith, who will offer us her editorial perspective on these feature stories. And following our conversation with Sarah, we will be speaking with Meryl Davids-Landau, who's written the cover story titled Live to 100 and Love It. You're going to want to hear this, so stay tuned and enjoy our Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness Interview Series for December with Sarah Smith and Meryl Davids-Landau. Sarah Smith, Editor-in-Chief at Prevention Magazine, so great to talk to you. You know, I'm just going to wish you happy holidays right here and now. Happy holidays to you. We're really getting to that time. (laughs) We are. We are. I think it's great. It's nice to connect again. We are going to be talking about the December issue of Prevention Magazine with you. There's just some amazing, just some amazing work that you always do. I just think this issue is fantastic. I picked a couple stories that I wanted to just get your sense about. Um, Have you give us some kind of some insider scoop on maybe a couple of these topics. And then, of course, we're going to be bringing in Meryl Davids to talk to us a little bit about aging uh, in just a bit. But let's start off with the question of the moment. Certainly, for me, at least, what are you what are your feet telling you? Mine are telling me something right at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are pretty happy right now. Because yesterday I wore heels to an event and Uh today I uh, I'm treating my feet much better. So they're happy today. I'm glad to hear (laughs) that. Don't do that. Uh. That's not a health editor recommendation to wear heels. (laughs) Absolutely the opposite. Okay, so let's put our best foot forward then. Excuse the pun there. (laughs) and Talk a little bit about this this piece that's going to be in the December issue. Well, what's so interesting is that your feet really can tell you some things about your overall health of your body. Uh, And I think that's, you know, just, I think that's just such an interesting thing about our bodies in general that, you know, you can get a a pain or a strange thing happening in one place, but it's it's a sign of some underlying other cause. Mm. So a lot of things with feet, are just normal things and not something to worry about. But it is really interesting to know when 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 there is something. So um, I think a lot of people are worried about 
smelly feet. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that that is generally not a sign that there is something else serious. Mm -hmm. So we can, we can all, you know, uh, feel, feel good about our overall health if our feet are smelly. But I mean, there's also like, what do you do about that? Because no one likes your, your, your family probably doesn't like it either. And that's really, you know, that has to do with sweat and how much you sweat and, you know, and eating, you know, a a healthy whole foods kind of um, uh, lower, less caffeine, less, um, you know, more vegetables that can improve, you know, your, your sweating. So that's a way to limit your sweaty feet. But um, in general, I would say not to worry about sweaty feet. <laughs> well, overall well being certainly can have a connection with feet though, right? Absolutely. I mean it's what's there are other um feet issues that can indicate something else. Um mm-hmm. cold feet, swollen feet, and tingly feet are mm-hmm. all things that you wanna think a little bit more about. I mean Cold feet, sometimes they're cold because it's cold, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But if, uh, you know, if they're very cold, if they turn white or if the, you know, they're cold um, when you have emotional stress, these are all things you want to talk to your doctor about because they could indicate um, anemia, um, uh, an underactive thyroid. And those are all things that, you know, you might be able to address with with doctors. Support. So, you know, if putting on those socks and putting a blanket on isn't really cutting it, um, then, 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 you know, your feet are trying to tell you that there's a circulation problem that could be better addressed. The feet just get a lot of work and they just are constantly, you know, under pressure. They've got all kinds of demands put on them. The article, I thought, really spelled out some nice workouts for, for feet. My wife is a dancer. She is constantly telling me about foot stretches. And I thought this article really did a great job of that too. Maybe tell our listeners a little bit about what we need to do to keep our feet nimble, agile. Well, you know, a swollen feet is really common from, you know, things like being on your feet a lot. Um, and, and, and when you're experiencing, you know, putting your feet up, I mean, mm. it's so simple, but it really does, you know, can cut back on, um, you know, on that kind of pressure and pain. And, but also, um, you want, might want to think about what you're eating if you're seeing that kind of mm. thing a lot, mm-hmm. because salty food can really, you know, connect to, 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 to larger health problems that then come out in those swollen feet. What about functional footwear? That's always something that, you know, I'm reminded of. I, I work from home, so I get to wear comfortable footwear. Sometimes I have to wear dressier shoes. You had to wear heels yesterday. What do we need to know about functional footwear when we're thinking about our feet? I, you know, it's, we really can't express enough that the comfort that to, to try on the shoes and wear them around is super important, mm-hmm. you know, because the, the right width for your shoe and the right arch support. It really, it's so individual. And I think, you know, we buy, we can buy shoes online and all that stuff, but you still want to wear them around and, um, you know, and really see how they're cradling your foot. Mm-hmm. This is such a great piece. I, I really am somebody who believes in um, paying attention to your feet, you know, knowing what's going on down there, I think is really a helpful thing. What we put on our feet is just important, but I want to talk to you about what we put in ourselves 
a little bit, talk about food right now, because there's this great article in the December issue of Prevention Magazine, Foods for Immunity. Let's talk about some of the things that that you took into account as this article was being assembled, because I think, you know, there there just are some immune boosting foods. And maybe share with us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I think most nutritionists would tell you first that eating whole foods in a balanced diet, as with anything, is what's going to keep your body overall healthy and able to fight off infection. But there are immune-boosting nutrients that um, you can find in that kind of whole food, plant-based food, um, you know, healthy food. Um, that that is specifically targeting your immune system, and so it's it's things like zinc, vitamin C, antioxidants, and you find them in. Um, and so what we have there's a lot of foods that have those, but what we have in in, in the in the magazine is we've highlighted some specific foods: pumpkin seeds, mm. trout. Mm. Um, pumpkin seeds have a lot of zinc, and uh, that can potentially lower the duration of cold symptoms, um, especially when you're getting it in this um, natural whole food kind of way. Uh, And trout has selenium, which is an antioxidant, um, and that can play a role in your ability to fight off sickness. So we've got a recipe that has both pumpkin seeds and trout. Wow. It's in one recipe. Fantastic. And it's, it's super delicious. I love I wish I could share with everyone listening. If I could invite you over to the <laughs> test kitchen when I go up and I get to eat these things that they're like, so what do you think? And I'm always, yes, it's delicious. Um, we also talk about yogurt um, because of the, uh, the gut bacterial balance, Mm -hmm. because that is really important for your immunity. I mean, you know, we think of gut health for a lot of reasons, but I don't know if we always associate it with immunity, Um, but it is really important for that. So yogurt, um, we'll we'll give that to you. And cauliflower actually is one of the other foods that we highlight because of its uh, vitamin C content. Uh, It's quite high. And um, then it also has other antioxidants. That's the other thing about having whole foods, having these nutrients in whole foods, because you're not just getting vitamin C, you're getting, you know, other immune boosting and general health building uh, nutrients that are in these foods. So um, we also have delicious um, cauliflower, you know, with like a yogurt sauce uh, in this, in this issue that, so, you know, all of these foods, you know, eat them up and you're, you're going to be ready. I mean, Yum. you know, you'll get your food shot, but. All right. We might know some of these. We hear the term occasionally superfoods. So we might know some of these foods as superfoods. Is that is that a good way of categorizing them? The yogurts, the salmon, pumpkin. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Those are I I would call them all superfoods because they work really hard for you. You know, you're getting multiple nutrients when you're eating them Um, there. You know, here we're talking right now we're talking about the immunity boosting benefits of them. But, you know, they're also, um, you know, fish is, is brain boosting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yogurt, like we talked about gut health, uh, you know, so superfoods I think of as ones that, you know, punch above their weight. They give you more, mm. uh, more than you, more benefit than, than, than you can even imagine from one little serving. So important too, to kind of balance this nutrition with the the taste, the deliciousness of the recipe. It sounds like you've even got some of that in the article. You mentioned the the trout, the, the, excuse me, the salmon. That sounds like a great 
recipe. Are there other recipes there? Are there other resources that we can look to to find some of these good places to balance the nutrition with the taste? Yeah, I really think that is so important. I can't even tell you how important. I mean, I, food is one of life's great pleasures. Mm-hmm. And it's. I think it's really important that we enjoy our meals and that when we're looking for nutrients and all of these things that we, we want to give to our body to treat it well, that we that we enjoy it. I think it's so important. And that's why the, the test kitchen at Prevention, it's like my favorite place because they are <laughs> so good. They are so good at taste because they have a long history of doing um developing recipes for some other terrific brands that are part of the company and I work for like Good Housekeeping and Mm -hmm. Woman's Day and Mm -hmm. brands that are, you know, known for having, you know, really delicious recipes. So they, uh, and and well-tested recipes, right? You know, it's going to work because Mm -hmm. they tested at least three times. They tested in different kinds of ovens and and all these kinds of things. You know, it's going to work. And so when, when the people with that background turned their attention to prevention and came up with nutritional guidelines and health guidelines for the recipes, they came from a place of what's delicious. And then we layered on the nutrition. And so I can pretty much guarantee you it's all, you're going to love it all. Yeah. (laughs) And so we have them in our magazine, but we also on our prevention.com, there's just tons of recipes there um, too, that the test kitchen has developed over the years. That's great. That's a nice perk of the job is to have that. Oh, it's such a fun perk. Yeah. To run upstairs and see what they're making. Yeah. (laughs) Great, great articles. I love the article about the feet. I love this article about foods for immunity. The last article I want to talk with you about is kind of a a good year-end wrap-up article. It's titled The Biggest Health Breakthroughs of 2023. Why don't we just start there? You know, we're going to be um, thinking about the holidays this has certainly been a year of some health breakthroughs. Why don't you give us a, a little bit of well wishes about what some of those breakthroughs were? Yeah, it's really exciting to do this story mm-hmm. because I think it's really important to acknowledge some of the great strides that are being made in ways that our health can really be improving now and in the future. We spent a lot of time this year at Prevention talking about some problems in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, 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 and shining a light on some issues. And so it was really important to us to here at the end of the year, remind everyone it's not, you, you know, there's, there's still, there's a lot of good things, um, happening. Like for instance, we, we, we did do a big story on, um, menopause in the workplace and then how problematic and tough that can be for, um, women. But we, in w- one of the breakthroughs that we talk about is uh, a new FDA approved pill that can reduce the, uh, the amount and the severity of hot flashes. Wow. Um, so it's, uh, it's really, it's really exciting. And I think it's not only is that pill exciting, I think what's exciting is a lot of people are talking more about menopause and there's more research and interest going, um, in, in into it these days. So I think it's the start of a lot more great news about menopause. That's a big subject um, for our yeah. listeners. Absolutely. So helpful to hear this from you, to learn about these articles. There are many other wonderful articles to read and look at in the December issue of Prevention. I think one that just caught my attention, and we're actually going to be talking to the author, Meryl Davids Landau, in in just a little bit, but we're going to talk about the joy of aging and the journey of aging. Anything you want to touch on before we we, uh, bring in Meryl Davids Landau? Well, Meryl is such an expert in the, you know, the exciting new research around aging and what we know about how cells age and what we can do about that. But, you know, I love this topic because 
you know, I think we think about longevity, but then a lot of people think, oh, but I don't want to be in bed for the last 15 years of my life. And that's what's so exciting right now is that we're, I think we're, there's a lot of work being done to increase health span, not just lifespan. Mm-hmm. And I, we, we love reporting on this at Prevention and, and Merrill. I know we'll, we'll tell you more about that, but I think there's a lot to be optimistic about with living longer right now. I'm looking forward to talking with Meryl. We'll bring her in now. But Sarah Smith, Editor-in-Chief at Prevention Magazine, always so great to talk with you. All this great information from Sarah Smith will be links as well as information about Meryl Davids Landau and her article on the journey and the beauty of aging. Thanks, Sarah. So good to talk with you. We'll catch up with you next month, but have a great holiday with you and your family and my best to you. Thanks, Paul. Same to you. Hi, it's Paul. I've got some big news from Prevention Magazine. It is time to supercharge your wellness game with Prevention's Premium Health 360 program. This time of year, we're all thinking about health insurance renewal, Medicare for so many in our audience. And while treating health is so vital, remaining healthy is as important, if not more so. Consider joining and embracing the Prevention Health 360 lifestyle. You'll make every day a celebration of your health, your future self, Well, thank you. So let's explore some of the endless possibilities. Here are just three of the game-changing membership benefits with Prevention Health 360. Prevention Magazine becomes your health hub. Oh, it's just wonderful. You will enjoy the best of both worlds with a print and a digital subscription to Prevention Magazine. Plus, receive an inspiring Prevention Health Planner delivered right to your doorstep. It's going to be filled with invaluable health advice. You will have guided wellness. You'll receive three comprehensive guides covering fitness, nutrition, and brain health, all designed to empower you on your Health360 journey. And most importantly, you will stay informed. You can stay at the forefront of health science with a monthly science-based newsletter keeping you informed and inspired. So elevate your health journey to the next level. Visit the sign-up promo page in our show notes and join Health360 Join the revolution. Your best self is waiting. Meryl Davids Landau is an award-winning magazine writer, author, and journalist, appearing in numerous publications and websites, including Prevention Magazine, of course, The New York Times, National Geographic, O, The Oprah Magazine, Glamour, Reader's Digest, Good Housekeeping, Consumer Reports, AARP, and many others. Please join me in welcoming Meryl to the program. Meryl Davids Landau, welcome to the program. Thanks so much, Paul. Great to be here. It's really great to talk to you, too. Of course, we're going to be talking about the December issue of Prevention Magazine. You've written the cover story, which is going to be uh, wonderful to talk about with you. You do a lot of writing on this subject, and I and I look forward to talking to you in the future. But we're going to talk today about living to 100 and just love it. Get out there and just love it. So I think this is going to be great for our audience. Do people really want to live to 100? Do you think that's the case? I mean, I, I'm 66. I am excited about the future, but I wonder, is that something that you found in your research? Right. I think that that's what scientists are kind of finding, that people are excited to be when they get into a new phase of life, right? Whether they're 50, 60, 70. But when you ask somebody who's that age or even younger, do you want to live to 100 or do you want to live to 110? You know, most people don't because of the, the image that we have in our heads is going to be, is is that when I get to be that age, I'm going to be frail, I'm going to be sick, I'm going to be a burden to other people. 
And I think that's why we kind of make the demarcation in our head between old and old, old, or really mm. old. But the reality is that we don't have to be sick and debilitated and uh, a burden to anybody when we're very old. Scientists are starting to look not just at what keeps us alive longer, which you know they say has been really the focus in the last 20, 30 years of medicine. How do we, if you have heart disease, if you have cancer, how do we keep you alive longer? But now they're really looking at how do we keep you alive better? How do you make those years, not just a long lifespan, but what they call a long health span? I like that. And I especially like that because I, I think there's a, there's a kind of a run up to that. You know, there's a time I'm 66 I'm trying to do some things now. I know many in my audience are thinking about lifestyle choices that they're making right now that are going to aid, that are going to prolong. That's certainly something that you that you reference in the article, that we can make some choices right now. There are environmental factors that play into this, but tell us a little bit about what you mean by by the choices and factors in the aging process. So when we think about getting sick, we think about getting heart disease or Alzheimer's, right? Or COPD, you know, lung disease or something like that. But most of us don't stop and say, what sets the stage for those kinds of things? And that's what this health span research is really looking at. What is the biology of aging that affects our cells and our tissues really going back to the really basic um, building blocks in our bodies? And can we keep those healthier? So, you know, some of the things that they're finding is like the cells age when what they call the telomeres, which are like these little edges um, at the end of our DNA strands, they start to get shorter and shorter and shorter over time. So that makes the cells age. The powerhouse of the cells, which are mitochondria, which is really like the engine of the cells, that can start to have dysfunction as we as we uh, get older and even just the chromosomes like the cells just talking to one another right the cell you know because cells communicate here's inflammation you know send troops to come clean it up or here's <laughs> you know these these cells are not functioning properly you know they start to talk to each other and that communication can start to break down and all of those things are influenced by our lifestyle by the environment that we live in and, and put ourselves through. So that's the good news. The good mm-hmm. news is that these things are, we are able to influence, obviously can't prevent all diseases and some of these things, you know, are genetic or have other factors that, you know, make it more difficult for us to prevent. But in many cases, the actions that we take at any age and, you know, the younger, the better, but at any age, the actions that we take can really start to protect these cells and make them stronger, which mm. makes the tissue stronger, which makes our whole body stronger. And so I, I would imagine that the telomeres are probably what they are. There might not be much change that we can make to them, but I'm curious, is that so? And maybe tip us off to a few other things that we can do to age more healthily. Right. So it, it is not the case okay. that the telomeres mm. just automatically get shorter. The, the, um, the activities that we do can influence those. And so in my article, I really kind of categorize them, you know, in broad, in, under broad categories. So for example, our blood sugar. Blood sugar is so, you know, trying to keep our blood sugar moderate and steady is really important to ourselves. So obviously if you have diabetes, that means taking medications and, and um, making sure that you 
keep your blood sugar under control. But even for those of us who don't have diabetes, we really need to do the things that keep our blood sugar steady. So that means the diet, you know, the Mediterranean diet, which everybody's always talked about for so long, it kind of seems boring compared to, you know, a lot of the trendier, sexier diets out there. But the Mediterranean diet, which is high in fruits and vegetables and healthy fats, really has proven over and over to be so important to the health of our cells. And then it, one of the interesting kind of food science um, studies is that fermented food turn out to be really important. Hmm. So fermented food, you know, in the United States, we, we know sauerkraut, right? We put sauerkraut on our, on our hot dogs mm-hmm. um, in the summer. But in a lot of cultures, um, that the, they eat a lot of fermented food. The Japanese eat miso and natto. And there's also, you know, kefir, which is a, a fermented uh, milk product. You can find all of these in the supermarket. They're not like weird things, you know, we tend to think. But if you introduce some fermented foods into your diet, that can also really help to protect the cells um, in your heart. You mentioned diabetes. I just want to remind our listeners that in November, we had a great interview with Emily Goldman about diabetes and blood sugar and lots of great tips and information that was in the November issue of Prevention. And we just did an interview. You'll find links to that episode in our show notes today, along with links so that our audience can find out more information about Meryl Davids Landau, who's written this wonderful piece about aging, living to 100. Meryl Davids Landau has written this fantastic book, too, about mindfulness and staying active. Speaking of doing this, about yoga, titling Warrior One. We're going to talk to Meryl Davids Landau in a future episode about Warrior One. But let's talk a little bit more about the December cover story in Prevention Magazine that you wrote, Meryl. And again, aging. Um, we, we'll talk about yoga and activity levels in the future. One activity that, that I love that you reference in the article is taking some breaks and getting out in nature, enjoying that as a part of our life and making that an important element. Why is that so crucial, especially for those of us in the 60-plus age group? So one of the other big categories that we didn't talk about in terms, didn't yet talk about in terms of what's really important to the health of yourselves is stress. Mm. Right, stress turns turns out to be really toxic for our cells. They shorten the telomeres that we talked about before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they do a lot do a lot of damage um, to to the cells by in, increasing inflammation and setting up all kinds of other chain reactions that happen in the body. So, when you're wanting to age in a healthy fashion, you really have to look at your stress. And nature is one of the key ways that scientists have. Um, found can really make a difference to making you feel calm and peaceful. And, you know, not just in those moments when you are out in nature, but also you just bring that back when you go into your house, when you're, when you go back into a stressful environment, you feel calmer and more relaxed. And that just really helps your body. And in the article, I reference um, what they call urban forest therapy, because we think of you know, we think of you have to live near, you know, a, a national park or even, a, you know, a huge forest area in order to spend a lot of time in nature. But there, there's research that shows just, you know, even the little tree that's sitting on your street in the city or, you know, in the suburbs. If you spend time 10, 20 minutes near those trees and really just like focusing on the trees and enjoying being out in nature, even if you're in a very urban setting. That makes a difference as well to your stress level. 
so helpful. Meryl Davids Landau has joined us today. She's written this fantastic article about aging in the December issue of Prevention Magazine. Meryl, I just have one real quick question for you. We, we talked in the previous segment with Sarah Smith about the biggest health breakthroughs in 2023, also a featured piece in Prevention's December issue. I wonder if you can tell us about any trends, and we're kind of at year end here, any emerging trends in medicine, supplements. We're all hearing an awful lot about AI these days. Anything else that kind of has come on to your radar in terms of redefining how we age? So um, I mentioned earlier that a lot of scientists have really started to put their attention on the notion of health span. How can we increase people's health span? And so part of that is other medications hmm. or, or other medical treatments that might be available in the future that can help people have a longer health span. And so there's a lot of fascinating work really around these activities. Um, some drugs, you know, we've not really heard of these drugs because they're, they're still being tested in, in lab rats and, you know, in, in animals. But a drug like rapamycin is showing that mice who are fed rapamycin, they age much more slowly than mice that don't get this mm. drug. Or another class of drug is called senolytics, which kind of vacuum up the defective cells that are in our body. Um, and, and therefore allow the healthier cells you know, to flourish without being influenced by these negative cells. And then there's gene therapy, right? I mean, we, we see this, you know, really starting to break out, you know, when they're uh, replacing the, a defective gene that causes sickle cell anemia and patients all of a sudden recover. Um, so, so there's a lot of very early research, and I want to really emphasize that, very mm -hmm. early research. Mm -hmm. So no one can run out and get this yet, and this all, some of this stuff may not pan out, may turn out not to be valuable in the end. But um, just replacing you know, snippets of our genes or, or replacing whole genes um, may turn out to be really important for enabling people to live the later years of their life in a way that's really healthy and energetic and that we're excited to be living in instead of you know, worrying about, you know, what is going to befall us, what terrible condition is going to befall us uh, at the end of our life. This is also helpful. Meryl Davids Landau has been our guest here in this second segment of our December Prevention Magazine topic list and her new article, which will be appearing on the cover story, is The Joy of Aging, Living to 100. Loving that. Read about Meryl Davids Landau's article in the December issue of Prevention Thank you so much, Meryl. We're looking forward to having you back. We'll talk again about your book, your novel, Warrior One. But have a great rest of your day, and thanks for your time just now. Thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate it. Thank you. My thanks to Prevention Magazine's Editor-in-Chief, Sarah Smith. My thanks to Meryl Davids-Landau. She's an award-winning magazine writer. She's an author and a journalist. She's going to come back and talk to us soon about her new book, You'll find out more about that in our show notes. But thank you, Meryl and Sarah, for your invaluable insights. And thank you, our audience, for tuning in. Remember, knowledge is power. And it's never too late to live your best life. The Not Old Better Show, Prevention Magazine, and Wellness Interview Series for December. Check it out next month. And please sign up for Prevention Magazine's Prevention Premium Program. Everything will be in our show notes today. But please be well. Be safe. Let's talk about better. The Not Old, Better Show, our prevention magazine, health and wellness interview series. So until next time, stay informed, stay healthy. Thanks, everybody. 
and we'll see you next month. Thanks for joining us this week on the Not Old Better Show, Prevention Magazine Healthy Living Interview Series on radio and podcast. To find out more about all of today's stories or to view our extensive back catalog of previous shows, simply visit notold-better.com. Join us again next time as we deep dive into some of the most fascinating real-life stories from across the world, all focused on this wonderful experience of getting better, not just older. Let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Not Old Better.